Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzon. Hello, folks. Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity. It's a show about weirdos. Aaron Pita, you're the handsomest fellow that isn't me. You're right. Uh, I love you, you gorgeous man. You know, I love you. You look great today. Thank you. You smell good. No, 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 no. Well, you smell good to me. Thank you. Thank you. I but love I'm, you. you know, I'm a hypervert. I also love your scent. <laughs> you smell like the inside of my mama's purse, John. <laughs> oh, cool. That's very cool. nice of you. Um... Also, unbelievably, gloriously beautiful. This guy over here? My friend, Matt Brousseau. Hey, he's my friend. Oh, oh. I'm friends with you both. Oh. Um, Can I be your primary partner? <laughs> well, gentlemen. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> primary partner. Um, gentlemen, um, we have like 46 subscribers now to the Patreon. Yes, we do have a number of subscribers. <laughs> Um, we started on the first, and I found out later that you do not, um, they, Patreon charges on the first, so nobody's been charged yet that is a subscriber yet. Oh, good. So we're not going to get any of the money until May 1st, so if you're waiting for your pin, sticker, etc., yes, uh, sorry, June 1st, um, it's, it's coming, we just need to get paid, and then we'll, we'll press everything and start sending it out in the mail. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's been really fantastic, and the shows have been really fun. Yeah, yeah. If you're not if you're not a, a patron of the show, boy, are you missing out on some supreme comment content? Yes, and the ability to comment. Yes, um, we're trying out some other weird stuff on there, and I really like it a lot. Yeah, um, it's fun. Aaron did an unbelievably crazy episode about Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Um, last time I did the Killing of America, which yeah. I've touched on briefly. Yeah. Matt Brousseau uh, did Connections. And oh, connections! Aaron, I've been thinking Aaron, about that. Aaron and I got really silly during it. <laughs> yeah, um, listen to the connections episode. Four hundred yards. Aaron. Yeah, yeah you, no. Also, Stephen uh, Stephen Parks. Superfan Stephen Parks made he it was, in from Kentucky, yeah. and he brought us shirts. He brought us oh, the cocaine beautiful. bear shirts. It was amazing. Thank um, you, Steve. Great. Yeah, thank you, Stephen, very much. Um, and thank you, everyone. Mm -hmm. Yes. Also, today, uh, when this episode comes out, is uh, my BBLT, uh, Jesse. Latchet, it's her birthday. She is 37 years old. I love her. What's a BBLT? A BBLT is when you don't want to commit to a BFF. <laughs> so you get a best buddy long time instead of a best friend forever. Best buddy long time. Yes, best buddy long time. Okay. That's my friend, uh, Jesse Latchet. I love her more than anything. Um, she and I used to go uh, to a bunch of uh, any kind of like shitty rom-com together. And uh, she would bag up a whole bunch of PBRs, and we would get soused in the theater. You get some PBRs <laughs> with your BBLT. Yeah, yeah, I get some piss with the BBLT and try it out. And try Very it out, nice. You know what I mean? Uh, so I love you, Jesse. Um, before before we started the show, me and Matt were hanging out, and uh, the fucking the solo, the Han Solo preview came mm -hmm. on, and. Um, I was talking about it. Me and you have said this. Nobody's psyched about the solo Star Wars movie. Everybody's psyched about Lando, though. Yeah. It's Gambino Childish. Gambino Childish. It's going to be fucking Calrissian Lando. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's stoked about that. Nobody gives a fuck about Han Solo. No. 
Nobody gives a fuck, but everybody's Everyone very... loves Lando. Yeah, and then Matt ELL. tells me that uh, Lando is going to be pansexual. And I'm like, really? They alluded to him mm-hmm. having... Uh, well, I think they alluded to him having <laughs> sex with robots as well. Yeah. It's Matt, so I, I'm talking to Matt. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, really? And he goes, well, it's space. <laughs> Yeah, that was a long time ago. You only got like four things on Earth you yeah, can fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck a dog. <laughs> me and Matt, me and Aaron today at work. We're talking about people that want to bring their dog everywhere. Like, can my dog come? I'm like, who's fucking the dog? <laughs> Show you how to make that dog come. Yeah. I'll show you who the service animal is. <laughs> In service to who? Oof. Uh, Matt, you have a wild tale. Yes. You have a wild tale. Oh. I'm very excited about this. I don't know a fucking thing about it. I know a thing or two about it. I don't know shit. But um, I'm very excited, so take it away, man. It's a tale of uh, murder <gasps> and cross-dressing. Oh. Hey! And lesbians. Ooh. Yes. Well, one lesbian. And Ooh. the church. Many yes. churches, even. Ooh. Wow. Uh-huh. It begins in 1585. Oh, we're taking it back. Ooh, baby. Way back. You know, this is uh, like 100, almost 100 years after Columbus and all that shit, you yeah. know? And uh, Spain is getting rich. Mm-hmm. Spain is uh, has tons of money, mm-hmm. and every, they're conquering the Americas, and they're going all over the place. And the country itself is doing quite well. And in in 1585, in the town of San Sebastian, maybe San it's a Sebastian, city, San Sebastian, uh, there's a woman born named Catalina de Arauzo. And uh, she's born into her father's a military commander, and they're doing all right. But back then, uh, women uh, were were viewed as the weaker, weak humans. They were basically like, what do they do? They just give birth. So Yeah, they only push a human being through their legs. <laughs> right. But Miraculously. Uh, yeah. But back then, you know, anybody could do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she, has a, she has like four sisters, and they all, her mother is, uh, works at this local convent, and they all go into the convent to become nuns. Uh-huh. And that's like the best thing you can do as a woman, because maybe you won't get murdered and raped outside. Good call. Yeah, at least you'll, you'll get murdered and raped inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she she says she's born in 1585. According to baptismal records, she's born in 1592. But I'm going by her date just because it matches up with all the other dates better that way from mm-hmm. everything I've read. She knows when she was born. So she's put into a convent. Her mother was the prioress, the head of nuns of the convent. And there, the, 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 the thing women are supposed to do is they're supposed to learn tasks appropriate to their sex and then get married off. And that's kind of like... Uh, but she didn't really want to do that. She she would fight a lot. She fought this woman who like went in there because she was a widow. Her husband was dead, and then Catalina fought her, and this woman beat her up, and so they sent her to another convent, to, to a stricter one. Oof. And it was there. Her aunt worked there, and uh, one day her aunt uh, was like, hey, can you go get the, the uh, this this uh, this book for me, this uh, breviary, this book of uh, uh, of for service. You know, you, you take it out and you read it and... and uh, for, for the for the mass and whatnot, and she goes. Catalina goes down there and she sees uh, some keys for the whole building. And by now she's fifteen. She realizes I don't want to be a fucking nun. Mm-hmm. So she takes the keys and she leaves. She just walks out and she she leaves the convent. Nowhere to go. She just starts walking. She eats food. She finds. She stops at a. She she finds a a, a dwelling of sorts. She she sits there. She cuts her hair. She sews her clothes into man's clothes. Mm. And then she keeps walking. Huh. And she walks for 20 leagues, she says. And a league, I learned, is how far you could walk in an hour. That's how they measured that. Wow. Basically. 
And uh, after 20 leagues, she runs into, she finds a house where there's a teacher, an educated man, and he takes her in. He's impressed with her Latin. He says uh, he wants to teach her more Latin, and she says no. And then he tries to fondle her. Oh, God. Did he think that she was a boy? Uh, No, no. Not not yet. Okay. Uh, Her disguise wasn't that good. Right. (laughs) This guy looks all right. (laughs) This is an ugly lady, but I like it. And uh, she doesn't have, she doesn't, she fights him off, she takes his money and she runs off. And uh, she takes a mule to another city, uh, uh, Valladolid. Oh, yes. Valladolid, I mean. Yes, yes, two L's. And she takes the name Francisco Loyola. And now people think she's a man. Because she has a man's name, she's looking more mannish. She spent seven months there as a page of the secretary of the king. She's very. She's a smooth talker. People trust her. She does decent work. Huh. And she's there, and, and she seems okay there. And then one day, there's a knock on the door, and her father's there. And he's looking for her. Shit. He looks her straight in the face and doesn't recognize her. <laughs> oh, boy. And he asks around. He's friends with the man, uh, the, house of the, the man of the house where she's staying. Right. And they said, no, we haven't seen her. And she takes this moment, and she flees again. Jesus. And she arrives in Bilbao. And she couldn't find any work, anywhere to stay. And as she, when she gets there, three men come out and they try to assault her. And she fights them off and she wounds one with a stone. Mm. And then she's arrested for this and she spends a month in jail. Uh, and so she spends as much time in jail as it took for the boy to get better. Wow. <laughs> Which is, you know, seems like a nice sentence. Yeah, I guess so. So she keeps moving. Uh, and she, she goes to another place, uh, uh, Estela, Estella de Navera. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce all of these Spanish towns, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and she becomes a page to a town lord, and she's a servant there for two years. She's well-treated, she's well-dressed, she enjoys it, and she's very comfortable, and, and she uses this time just to clean herself up, and then she eventually goes back to her hometown, where she lives as a man. Uh-huh. And no one, she, she, she works as a servant to her relatives, and she takes care of them, and, and none of them. A clue. She even goes to the old convent for mass. And she makes eye contact with her mother, and her mother doesn't recognize her. And this is how many years later? This is uh, 1603. So this is about three years, three years later. She's about wow. 18 now. And uh, her, her, one of her secrets, she said, for keeping her breasts small was she dried them with an ointment. Huh. Uh-huh. Very scientific of her. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's how you keep the breasts that out. out there. Magical shrinking yeah. cream. <laughs> yeah. I used an ointment. <laughs> hey, I didn't... hey, Frank, have you seen my daughter? <laughs> Oh, all, my ointment's gone. <laughs> Ooh, shit. What about the cans on you, Frank? You know what my secret is? <laughs> Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Now, she's in San Sebastian again, and uh, and she wants to get out, and uh, she runs into a man who, who is, is, uh, wants to uh, send a ship to America. He owns a shipping company, and uh, she gets work on one of these ships, and a ship that actually her uncle owned. He doesn't recognize her, of course. Uh, she's hired as a cabin boy. They leave for America, as everybody was doing at the time, for riches. And they land in uh, what is now Venezuela, in uh, Puerta de Araya. Who knows if I said that right? As they get there, they fight off some pirate ships. Some, nice. of, some of the sailors die. Jesus. Uh, they arrive, they get the silver they had went there for, and they're about to head back when she walks into her uncle's cabin when he's sleeping. She robs him, and she jumps off the ship and flees. Wow. Uh... In Venezuela. In Venezuela. So she's traveling through the Americas now. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And well, nothing but the silver in her satchel and some ointment for her teeth. <laughs> yeah. That's all it takes. <laughs> A couple of your uncle's pesos. 
She arrives in what is now Peru, and uh, there she meets a man who uh, she starts working for, and he likes her work. And he likes her work so much that he, he gives her a, a place to live, he gives her some clothes, and he gives her three slaves, as you do back then. Oh, boy. Um, native slaves? Yes. Uh, uh, the Spanish uh, back then, uh, very racist. Oh, yeah. Very racist. Uh the, they they thought the they thought that lo, the indigenous people were indignant uh, idiots. Yes, mm. yes, they yes. So while she's there, she's having a fine time. She's running this shop. Very, she's doing a great job running this shop. And one well, day she goes that free labor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not hard that yeah. way. You save a lot of money. Please yeah. apply more ointment. <laughs> <laughs> so, one day she goes to a theater. She's watching a play, and as she's sitting there, uh, a man sits d- deliberately in front of her. And she asks, "Sir, can you move?" And he says, "No." And he and he threatens her, and he says, "I, you know, I'm the tough guy here." So she she accepts it, and she leaves. And then one day she's working at the shop, and he, she sees him walk past the shop. Ah, oh, trouble. So she goes and she finds a blade, and she sharpens it into a sawtooth blade. And then she goes runs after the man, and he, she cuts his face. She oh. slashes him in the face. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and as this happens, she also fights off one of his friends and stabs him. Yikes! And so now she's being chased, and so what does she do? She runs into a church. Can't arrest her. She's in a church. Sanctuary. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so... Shanking the priest. <laughs> stabbing her way through life. <laughs> and so her boss really loves her, and her boss comes to her aid, and he says, okay, fuck, you, you, you can't kill her. What I'll do is I'll marry her to my mistress, who because happens... Because she's, she's a guy. Yeah, because she's a man. Right. right. I'll, I'll marry this short, ugly man to my mistress... Yes, the short, pretty man. <laughs> short, pretty man. Right, and uh, and the mis- so he's got a wife and a mistress, and he's a- pawning his mistress off on mm-hmm. this uh, on his shopkeeper. Yes. who is a cross-dressing right woman. Yeah, it's a fun time back. Yeah, then. he's like, I've actually got three girls. <laughs> <laughs> One of them tits are bogus, but whatever. <laughs> sits, he always sits to pee. I don't understand. <laughs> And so he says, all right, so what you'll do is you, you'll marry my mistress. The mistress is actually uncle, or the, the aunt of the man she stabbed in the face. Yikes. So oh, it's all tied everyone's together. Everyone's related. Yeah, it's yeah. You know, silly time back mess. then. And uh, she says no. Catalina says, no, I can't, I can't marry her because she doesn't want to be discovered as a woman. So that for some reason, her merchant uh, owner, boss, she says, okay, I have another city with, with a, a shop. You go run that shop. Huh. And so she goes to Trujillo, where her boss has this other store. And uh, while she's there running the store, the man she cut shows up again. What? Oh, my God. He's not done. Oh, no. And so this time... My face. (laughs) Do you have any ointment for my face? (laughs) I got fucking shot. I got shot in the fucking face. (laughs) So she calls to one of her her, uh, slaves that she's uh, uh, employing, uh, and... uh, and in the, one of the slaves she's, she's employing, employing yes, as you do, yes, that's as you very, do. Very Come here. <laughs> and uh, what her- am I not paying you for? <laughs> <laughs> chop, chop. And her and the slave they fight this man and his friend, and she stabs the friend and kills him. Jesus. She's uh, arrested by the sheriff, but before he can arrest her, she runs into a church, and again her boss says she's not a bad guy. Yeah. You know. Good yeah. worker. Yeah. yeah, what's this fucking face cut idiot doing here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's a pretty good guy. Yeah. What with all the violence and getting yeah. away with shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I love I love this zone of the church just being like, not it. <laughs> not it. Yeah. Sorry. Not here. Yeah. This is the house of God, dude. So calm down. I'm just going to cut your face and run in. Ha <laughs> ha. So, church is hot lava. <laughs> <laughs> Her boss says, I have a friend in Lima who runs a shop. I'll give you a letter of recommendation. You can work for him. And she goes to Lima, and she's working for this guy. Everything's okay until she... Uh, uh, her, she she starts uh, getting cute with her boss's sister. Uh oh! One day her boss walks in and sees her fun. Uh, 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 she's uh, fondling her boss's sister, and this is how what Catalina writes. She says, "I had my head in the folds of her skirt, and she was combing my hair while I ran my hand up and down between her legs." Whoa! Mm. Sapphic. Yeah. Her boss, uh, not so happy about this, tells her to scram. Hey, get out of here! Uh, if anyone's going to be funneling this woman. <laughs> uh, she doesn't have anything to do at this point, so she finds a, there's a chili... <laughs> she doesn't have anything to do. Well, Nobody's faces, nobody's yeah. faces to slash. I was no jumbling around these tits, so... She joins the army, and they're, they're going to... Uh, the Spanish army is uh, trying to take over Chile at this point. And they're just fighting these lo- this local band of Indians, the Machupe Indians. Mm. And they're just massacring them left and right. And, yeah. you know, as you do, it's the doors. And she's welcomed by the governor of this local, uh, this local area. Uh, and then she's welcomed by the secretary of the governor, a man named Don Miguel de Rauso. Mm. Her brother. No! Yes. No! Yes. He doesn't recognize her. No, she's Frank! <laughs> she's... A- <laughs> <laughs> Frank, how you doing? God, I miss my sister. <laughs> the tits on her. Uh, I mean, you should have seen him back in the yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what happens is he's going down the line of all these, <laughs> of all these men who have showed up in yeah. the army, and he finds out that she's from the town he grew up in. No way. Yeah. And he goes, "Do you know about my sister?" And she uh, goes, "Oh, I don't know what happened." Let me tell you, pal. Everybody knows about your sister. <laughs> yes. He likes her so much. She. He. He invites her to dinner. <laughs> and he says, I want you to become my personal servant. For three years, she is his servant, and he doesn't recognize what her. What in the fuck? <laughs> yeah. This is back when there was, like, ten people on the earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> News doesn't travel. And people had bad yeah. facial memory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, you know, anytime you see something That's why in you gotta movie, cut their faces. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you. I know you. I've you seen you before. Anytime anybody like gives you know comic books or movies shit like oh how you know how impossible yeah yeah Clark yeah can't wearing glasses everybody knows this guy's sister yeah worked for him for three years yeah not a clue yeah I mean also haven't you also had that thing where um there's just a motherfucker you don't know but you know him because you see him everywhere and you're like right you're like this fucking guy again what are you yeah. shitting me. You know, yeah, I like good. people, people like at my jobs and stuff where I'm like, and then suddenly they're working at my 7-Eleven and I'm like, I'm right. like you gotta be shitting me. Right. Is there not enough background actors in my fucking Truman show <laughs> <laughs> that we can't come up with yeah. another motherfucker but this guy? Yeah, it's funny. Isn't that insane? So now her brother has a mistress, as you do. And, uh, and you know, uh, as her, as his servant, she follows him to the mistress' house, and uh, when he leaves, she leaves with him, and then eventually she enjoys, she likes the mistress enough, she goes herself. And one day, her brother sees her with his mistress, and he says, scram! They yeah. fight, they have a fist fight, she runs into a church. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah! And he banishes her. 
She joins the army again. They go massacring Indians again. Oh, no. Uh, and then one day, she uh, she actually gains a, a reputation uh, during the, the Battle of uh, Valdivia. Uh, her, her, her troop is losing. The, uh, the, the local Indian tribe, in fact, uh, they, they, they kill some men and they take the flag of the army. Mm. And so her and two men, they chase the flag down. One of the men, uh, he falls dead. The other one gets stabbed by a lance and dies. She, she's taken some wounds. She, find, she gets to the group. She hacks down the chief who took the flag. She grabs the flag. She rides back. She gets, takes three arrow wounds and a cut. And uh, she says she was cutting more men than there are to number. Mm. And uh, for her bravery, she's given the rank of second lieutenant. Jesus. And she serves as second lieutenant for five years. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. That makes me think of the, the Frank Castle in Bourne thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's just like overrun by like the yeah. North Vietnamese. Frank. Where it's like you should like you should just be so fucking yeah. dead. Yeah. It's totally ridiculous. She sold her soul. Wow. <laughs> oh, she ran into a church. Yeah. Back. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this this battle called the Battle of Pirin. Uh that yeah. sounded like I pronounced it for like French. Uh, the, her captain dies, and she takes con- command of the of the the troop for six months. Uh, but she's not promoted because one time th- during her last battle with them, she captures uh, this Indian captain they were hunting, and instead of handing him over, she just hangs him from a tree. Whoa! And so they say uh, you shouldn't have done that. We wanted that dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. So they they kick her out of that troop, and so she joins a, a band of army vigilantes, basically a small group of guerrillas who roam the land and just killing anybody they find and burning Jesus Christ, burning crops. And they all think that she's a man. Yes. Nice. She's so a great fighter. She's with like rogue conquistadors. Kind of. Yeah. They're still in, they're still under the guise of the military, just doing devious things. That's insane. Yeah. And everything is, seems, you know, it's a quiet life for, you know, other than the murdering and pillaging. Sure, sure. Everything's, you know, picturesque. And uh, one day then she's gambling. She enjoyed gambling. She enters a camp and she's gambling. And a man she's gambling with says she's cheating. And he says, you lie like a cuckold. Ooh. Oh. And she stabs him in the chest with a dagger. <laughs> and as she's running off... You a cuck! <laughs> Take that, you cuck bastard! <laughs> you lying cuck, you! I'm gonna fuck your wife. <laughs> so she tries to flee, and as she's fleed, she's grabbed by a local judge. She stabs him three times. Off to the church. Pulls out her sword, <laughs> fights off some men, and then again, off into a church. Yes! Yay! Life hack. Go to church. Yeah, go to church. And she hides in the church for six months. The church is surrounded by the army. And then, but as she writes, time, which cures all things, also cured the vigilance of the army. And they just eventually dispersed. And uh, she was about to leave when another officer, lieutenant, comes in. He says, someone challenged me to a duel, and I need a second. What, because, the, fu- what the fuck is a second in a duel? Well, sometimes with a duel, someone will bring a friend. And oh. say, so you need to bring a friend... To make sure you're not jail, homeless. Yeah, (laughs) come too, man. (laughs) Because sometimes, though, sometimes in a duel, let's say you're dueling someone one on one, and their friend is, uh, you know, off in the off off in the wings. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you're winning and you're about to finish this man off, maybe the friend runs in and takes you out. Right. Because really, at the end of the day, it's just who lives. It doesn't matter what what the rules were. Well, yeah. I mean, if both guys get shot, who are you going to see who wins? You got to bring a friend, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And then, but you know, at that point, if I'm the friend, I want to bring a friend, <laughs> right? Because like I, you know what I mean? Yeah. If maybe I won the duel, 
of two other guys. Yeah, that's what's called a duel. Yeah, maybe I want to bring Aaron and Matt. Why not? Two friends. Yeah. yeah. Bring my, I'm bringing two friends. Here's the deal, man. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes out with this lieutenant. They uh, The duel is going to happen at night. They go off, they eat dinner, and they go out to duel. And she says, it's so dark you can't see your hand in front of your face. They arrive, they meet, they meet these men. Uh, uh, she recognizes the the, the man uh, her friend is dueling from his voice, mm. and her friend and him start dueling, uh, and her friend starts losing, so she jumps in. Then the other man's friend jumps in, so she duels the other man's friend. Now it's two on two. Then her friend and the guy he's dueling, they both stab each other and they're going down. Damn. So it's just one on one now, and she stabs this man and drives her sword straight through his left nipple. Eesh. And he screams, a traitor, you have killed me. And as he's lying on the ground, bleeding to death, she goes, who are you? And he says, I'm Don Miguel de Arauso. No! Her, her brother. No! <laughs> Jesus. There's only like two, three guys around back then. <laughs> I think there's a lot of Don Miguel de Arauso. Yeah, yeah. And his friend was the guy with the cuff face. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a pretty mean cut. You, I, you got some ointment? Good God! That's insane! Yeah. Now, he doesn't die right away. She calls for a friar. The friar gives the last rites to the two other men. They bring her brother to... Uh... How do, how, I'm sorry, Matt, real yes. quick. How is every? How, how are people not dying in duels? Like you, you make it sound like it's this long protracted thing. It's just a they're stab shoot. wound. Oh, okay. So they're just, they're just okay. They're just stabbing the fuck yeah, out of yeah, each other. Yeah, they're just play fighting. <laughs> just... But this was back when, like, you know, like a little, you know, like fucking like an ingrown toenail will kill you. Like well, how, yeah, how is everybody I mean, ki- over time? Yeah, it'll kill. But you know, right. But you hang around in agony oh, for a while. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Writhing in pain, yeah. slowly as your body succumbs to sepsis and gangrene. Eventually. Right, you gotta take him to a church. <laughs> <laughs> so her brother is brought to this house where he's dying, and he. Uh, one thing she writes is that he asked one of his last acts. He asks the doctor, "Can I have some wine?" The doctor says, "No," and then he dies. <laughs> oh <laughs> no. my god! That stuff will kill you. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh So. <laughs> Her brother's funeral is then, she's, at this point, she's now hiding in the church, of course, and her brother's funeral is held in the church, and oh, she just God. has to watch it from above as her brother is put to, put to rest. <laughs> good God. And my. she is sad. This is the, oh, only, good. the only moment in her entire story where she mentions that she may be a little sad. You kind of bummed me out. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah. She's got like 47 <laughs> wounds at this point. It's just like a pockmarked fucking lunatic. Like, ugh. That is so insane. And even he's dying and she still doesn't say, I'm your fucking sister, idiot. No, she can't. No, you're Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, my closest friend. My dearest, <laughs> oldest, most masculine. Frank, friend. please find my sister. I am your sister. <laughs> I need a drink. No. <laughs> you got any piss? <laughs> Now as she's hiding out in this church, a, 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 a priest comes up to her, a man named, I only wrote this down because of his name, Don Juan Ponce de De Leon. Ponce de Leon! Hey. Don Juan Ponce de De Leon. But not that, you know. Not it's just, that, not, not the down, Ponce Just de one of not many, that motherfucker. Well, maybe, see, people all have the same fucking name. Exactly. Reason. I told you. Yeah. So, so, so he says, he, in the middle of the night, he gives her a horse and he says, get out of here. Uh, <laughs> Scram. And so her, and she, she flees, and she's on her way to Argentina, and she meets up with two other guys who are fleeing something, and they all run together. Hmm. And uh, they're starving. <laughs> There's nothing to eat, 
And they try to eat their horses. Their horses are too skinny to eat. Oh. Hmm. And at one point she describes as they're, as they're slowly dying, uh, they're, they're in the middle of this, this wicked cold, and they see two men in the distance. And they're like, finally! And they run to him. And it's just two men frozen to a pole with their mouths hanging open and they're dead. Ah! Jesus! What? She says... She says it was uh, 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 it was very terrifying. It's like they were laughing at her. Jesus! Yeah. And the horses are still fine. Well, except for the one they killed. They killed one. They yeah, they eat it, but they couldn't. They couldn't. There was nothing Fuck. to eat. You gotta eat something, <laughs> motherfucking thing. It's a gigantic animal. Yeah, there's people scrounging together a few ounces of good horse meat. Yeah. So her two companions both die. They both succumb to starvation. She's about to die when two men find her in the road. And you thank- can't kill this fucking lady. Thankfully, they're a Christian, and they they bring oh, her. Oh, thank God. They bring her to their town, and they they uh, they she she heals up. This local Indian woman uh, uh, treats her very well, heals her up, and says, uh, and you know, eventually she goes, "I want you to marry my daughter." And uh, uh, and and so she keeps pushing. Catalina keeps saying, well, "Maybe, maybe, maybe, sure, sure, sure." And she goes into this local town where she meets this uh, this viceroy or this uh, this vis- the Viscar Visar, and uh, and he 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 loves her. He's like, "You're a great, what a great guy you are. <laughs> you should marry my daughter." Yeah. And they both so the Indian woman and this man they both give her all of these gifts. You know, be like, "Oh, this is for the wedding. This is." Yeah. And so. Money she... for nothing, <laughs> chicks for free, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, she doesn't want to marry them, especially the Indian woman's daughter, who she describes a girl as black and ugly as the devil himself. Oh, dear oh, God! No. And she says, quite the opposite of my taste, which has always run to pretty faces. Eee. Ooh. Mm, and legs. Oh, so she on. takes all these gifts and she runs off. Oh, come on. Selling her gifts and just, you know, living. Thanks for letting me live. How does <laughs> how does she not want any of these daughters? Well, because they think she's a man. And she does she does want the the the, the And she's racist. Well, there's that. She's racist, but also, I mean, there's got to be some daughters that you're like, "Hey, ever try uh well, she had her face in between, like, skirts and legs just yeah. a few years ago. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying, but don't you think, like, hey, maybe I could get some cushy position here with, uh, you know, a lady. She does want the vice... She does. She says she really likes the vice for his daughter, and she would, lo- she would like to marry her, but there's a, you know, the, when the secret comes out... Yeah, it, you can't let that out. It's complicated. Once the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. During this time, it, you, can, you can be uh, uh, sentenced to death as a woman if you're caught wearing men's clothes. Really? It's a death sentence. Wow. So that's a, you, you never know. Sure. Uh, wow. Yikes. Huh. What if it's a gag? <laughs> John, there are no gags. <laughs> it was just a gag. Come on. You get it. Didn't you see me slaughter those Indians? <laughs> yeah. You saw me cut that guy's face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I have like four or five arrows sticking out of me. Uh, I think I've earned uh, your daughter. By the way, where's the nurse church? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna set up a tent there. <laughs> Bring your daughter. So she keeps going. She lands in another town called Potosi. She becomes an assistant to a sergeant. They kill Indians together. They're having a oh, grand oh, old time. God the bless them. How, is she, how does she not love any of these Indian gals? Oh, she's racist. No, that's right. They again. <laughs> she likes what she likes. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Don't. Who are you? <laughs> Who am I? Let, let let this young woman do whatever she wants. Sure. Okay. You're right. You're right. Murder whoever you want. She's in her mid twenties by now. 
Oh, where God. is she? She is still in the Americas. Okay. So she goes. She she's bouncing through Venezuela and Lima and Argentina and all of these different places that that's the Spanish are trying to it's a wild to conquer. Time, man. Yeah. It's a wild ass time. Oh, I'm sure it was a blast for her. I mean, just uh... minus the injuries and near death experiences, but. I mean, it's it's just thinking about like the terrain and everything, oh. like how crazy it would be to be going through all of that and like, you know, like casual colonial. Yeah. It's like, the oh, new yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. She's right. from Spain, totally different hemisphere, fauna, flora, people <laughs> of color. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fucking like you know crazy ass like jungle shit, and then yeah, like mosquitoes. And the it's size it's of so casual that it's like ah, oh, you you did something insane, but life is insane. So just get out of here <laughs> oh, again and again. Have you looked around? It's crazy here. And then the fucking like Go to church. the the semi official militia shit. Yeah. You know, it's it's very reminiscent of the the Wild West guys. Yes. We're all. You know, like, oh, yeah, I'm not really in the Confederate Army, but I got the flag. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I'm sort of official, but I'm not at all. Yeah. And nobody cares. Nobody's going to stop me. What are you going to do about it? I got guns. Right. Sorry. You know? Yeah, they, they would take over towns, and then they would enslave the local population. And then when they would uprise or, or rise up, uh, they would slaughter them. Yeah, that was that was it. There's this whole there's this story where she's with the she's with this garrison and 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 all of the slaves uh, revolt. Yeah, and they corner them and they slaughter sixty people that night. Jesus Christ Almighty! And they then they just go to the next town. Yeah, and at one point the her commander he takes his helmet off and he's resting, and uh, out of nowhere an arrow is shot into his eye. <laughs> <laughs> You dumb fuck. Keep your helmet on. <laughs> what did I tell you, you idiot? <laughs> and they turn and they see there's this 12-year-old Indian boy who came out of nowhere. And you know what they do to him? This is what she says. Oh. They, quote, cut the boy into a thousand pieces. Whoa. Oh. Oof. Still. You that kid, though. That kid. That kid. <laughs> it's kind of the chief. Yeah. 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 But it wasn't from 400 yards away either. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen to the Patreon you to get these references. To the Patreon, folks. You gotta pay yeah, for yeah. these hot topical inside jokes. Then <laughs> so, they go. She eventually she leaves after after some time with, the, with this this uh, this army. She leaves and uh, she she enters this uh, this town called La Plata and is there. She's uh, she's uh, looking over some uh, some man. She's just assistant to some person and she's she's helping them. This, his wife get through town. And while this is happening, the, his wife, this wife, woman is bickering with another woman, and then both of them have rich families, so the families start fighting. Oh. It's like a Romeo and Juliet type of thing, you know, right. Capulets and what's they're called. Montagues. Yeah. Montagues, thank yeah. you. And as this is happening, an, uh, an Indian boy runs by and slashes this woman's face. <laughs> and, and Catal- hey, I thought I cut you up into a thousand pieces, you little motherfucker! <laughs> no, but, and, and so Catalina is blamed for this. Oh, and so she, she's arrested. She's the face cutter, right? And they torture her, oh. and she says, "No, I didn't do it." And then eventually they torture this local Indian boy, and he confesses, and they let her go. Uh, and did her, they torture her as a woman. They tortured her as a man, but they didn't realize that she was a woman. They didn't completely strip her down. Good God, half-ass torture. Yeah, really. You know, if you're gonna t- go, you're really yeah, torture go naked. Well, she's already torturing herself with the ointment. Well, there's that. He's so dry. <laughs> <laughs> and it, well, her. <laughs> Your pecs are like haystacks. <laughs> Did you lose a lot of weight or something? <laughs> God, this guy's got a tiny pants. <laughs> 
But so so she's about to like be sentenced to death, and this this the court this local court who had tortured the boy they they discover the real story, and she's released. And her her quote from this is: "It just shows that persistence and hard work can perform miracles, and it happens regular regularly, especially in the Indies." What? What's the persistence in hard work? I don't know. Not torturing the kid? No, I guess I guess just surviving her own torture. I don't know. Yeah, sure. I mean, she survived it all so far. She's pumped, though. That's wild. What in God's name is going on? So she gets released. She goes to another town. A merchant uh, uh, takes her in. She's a hard worker. He has her go town to town selling wheat and cattle for him. And she's doing a great job at this until one day she sits down to play some cards. Oh, no. She starts Uh all that cheating again. Uh, Well... She's playing this local merchant, and uh, and he raises her, and the, he's been going back and forth with her. They've been battling uh, over the cards, and he raises, and she says, "How much?" And he says, "I raise you a cuckold's horn." <gasps> cuck horn? Uh, Why is everybody talking about cuckolds at the card games? It's a you know, it's a thing. It's a thing. And she responds, "A cuckold's horn." Horn. A horn's. Uh, it's a, a biblical cock? thing. A horn is a, is a symbol of strength and yeah. honor. Yeah. So uh, uh, um, a cuckold's horn. Mm-hmm. I have no idea because you're talking about a cuckold, but and he's his got uh, his he's got a strength and honor thing. I don't understand. I don't know either. Huh? You know, it takes a real man to be a good cuck. You <laughs> know, really right? Just sit there and watch your wife get plowed by one of these alpha bulls. Yeah, you, types got, of guys. you got a big heart on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Horn yeah. Going. yeah. Hmm? So maybe that's nice. what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's like having an iron stomach. Yeah. I raise you a cuckold's heart on. <laughs> I raise you a cuckold's horn. So. I see your I, cuck I, horn. I assume, I assume she produces a knife. <laughs> well, <laughs> immediately. Cuckold, I got your fucking cuckold's horn. Well, when... <laughs> so he says that to her, and she says, in response to I raise you a cuckold horn, she says, fine, I see that horn and raise you the one on your head. She says he's wearing a cuckold's horn. Whoa. And so they just fight. They they don't have any weapons at this moment or whatever. They just fight with their fists, and they're separated. And then the, eventually the game ends, and she's walking home. <laughs> Wait, they went back to the game? They went back to the game. <laughs> you know, as you do. You know in hockey. I, I see your cuck horn, and I raise you the one I... <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, knock it off. What do you actually raise me? Five. Five days. Five. 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 See, it's a lot of work, man. It's easy money. <laughs> now, the game ends, and uh, she's walking home, and uh, around the corner, the merchant pops out. Ah, that son of a bitch! So they pull both pull their swords out, and she stabs hers through him, and he dies. No, man, shit. Dude, she's a straight-up murderer. Yeah. Yeah. So now she's on the run again. She's a bad dude. <laughs> And she ends up in another town in another card game. Oh, I thought you were going to say another church. And this time she taunts, she's, she's winning, and she taunts the man she's beating. And he yells, I have lost my father's horn. That was his, again, horns. Horns are a big thing. Huh. So after the game, she's walking through the town, and she spots him on a street corner. He turns and he sees her. They both pull their swords and run at each other, and she stabs him through with a sword. Again, another man, another town. Jesus. And she goes, she looks around, she goes, well, no one saw this. And so she just goes about her day. So yeah, there's only happen. five people on the earth back then. Nobody saw it. One of them was my brother. He's dead. <laughs> He's dead. 
And so she just goes about her day. The next morning, she wakes up. Uh, turns out someone saw her. And the no! Sh- the sheriff shows up at her house. They arrest her. She's sentenced to death. Wow. And she, they bring her to the gallows, and she has a rope around her neck when a man rides up with a note. And apparently the witnesses at her trial for this, uh, for this stabbing, they were all in another town called La Plata, where they had lied to uh, the, the authorities there for a different crime. Ah. And therefore, their witness uh, testimony in this case... Null and void! Null and void! Ah. And so someone from that jury rides up and says, hey, No, she, she can't be guilty, because these people are liars. Huh. So they take the rope around from neck and they say, Scram! Wow. And so she's traveling around, she's... <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what you gotta do is... You gotta play cards inside the church. That's really what, <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna do? Yeah, cuckold horn priest <laughs> Fuck What? What's that mean? I don't know. Yahtzee so, <laughs> <laughs> She goes to another town and this time she uh, as she's there, she runs into a woman she befriends and the woman says, uh, my husband, I was cheating on him. And he found out, and he killed the man I was cheating on him with, and now he, I think he wants to kill me. Can you help me flee? <laughs> and I so she, uh, she, this woman hops on her uh, horse or mule or whatever they had at the yeah. time, and uh, they, 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 they run off. And uh, they get to another town, they get to an inn, and everything's okay. They can't see the husband. They get to another town, and all of a sudden, the husband shows up. Of course, of course. And uh, he follows her. She gets back in La Plata, and the husband is there. And uh, the husband and Catalina duel. And they, they duel throughout the town. They're like, they go in, they're up and down the street. Oh, yeah, like in front like of the a, barber yeah, yeah, yeah. and the bank. Uh-huh. And you got to stab them everywhere. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole music montage to it. <laughs> this is a lesson to all you town folk. <laughs> and eventually, they end up dueling in a church. Of course! <laughs> Of course! <laughs> Where they both fall down, injured from their wounds, and eventually they are both uh, healed. Months later, they're both okay. They move on with their lives, and Catalina takes a job as a bounty hunter uh, because this woman she was protecting put in a good word for her. And so she goes across, and every day she goes across the land collecting bounties. Wow. And is, is successful. The lady doesn't get killed. No, she, uh, she is forced to go back with her husband and... Right. Uh, Fun stuff. Yeah. What the fuck? Tend his wounds, etc. So as she's traveling around as a bounty hunter, she ends up in this place called La Paz. And uh, she's just in the local police headquarters, and she, you know, as a bounty hunter does. Mm-hmm. And she's chatting with the servant of the sheriff. Mm-mm. And this is what she writes happens. She writes, quote, The devil must have been stirring the coals, because it ended up with the servant calling me a liar and slapping me across the face with his cap. Ooh, so she stabs him to death. Oh yeah! In course. the police headquarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Stab him right to death, right there. <laughs> so they arrest her. She doesn't have time to get to a church. Ah! You can't. In fairness, you can't just up and slap somebody. No. You know. No. But she probably was lying about she, everything. She sounds like an <laughs> asshole. The yeah. type of person who would. <laughs> Who would annoy you until you slapped her? Yeah, she. I mean, wherever she shows up, she's gonna kill somebody. <laughs> That's what it seems. That's like. That's the kind of the deal. Yeah. What? 
bitch. I mean, just a, it's just a maniac. Nah, I'm at a church. It's that kid on the playground. <laughs> That's what it is. No, no, I'm in safe. I'm in the safe zone. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. And it's got to be that she's Spanish. Yes. And the church is Spanish. Oh, yes, absolutely. So it's totally just a thing of like, yo, we got to... We gotta just protect our own, no matter what. Well, I feel like everyone where they're at in the Americas is probably Spanish, unless they're an Indian. And the whole point of all of this is to spread Christianity. Yeah, you know, right, with yeah. the ruse of Christianity, you know, yes. through murder with the and pillage and rape. Of good behavior. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also, she she spent her the first eleven years of her life in a convent, so she she learned how powerful the church was and yeah. the rules of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, does she have a wacky ass fake beard or any goddamn no, thing? No, she is very ugly. Oh. There is a, a late. <laughs> late. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, she's very ugly. She. <laughs> well, there's only one picture of her, and it's a real painting of her uh, when she's 45. Uh, a, a Dutch painter named Juan van der Hamen. He didn't even have to be a good painter. No, <laughs> That's how uh, she was. He's a very good painter. That's a very nice painting. Uh, he, ta- he paints a picture of her, and she's forty-five. So obviously the years have taken their, their oh, the, the years and the stabbing and the and murder. Yeah. Malnutrition, the stabbing and the murder. <laughs> it takes a toll. On it does take a toll. It does get mur- you get got- murder wrinkles. <laughs> she's just got a <laughs> grease paint mustache. on <laughs> Tiny withered up nipples underneath the fucking plowed field chest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, a necklace of cuck horns. <laughs> very <laughs> ugly. This is my this is my dad. Okay. How did nobody get she's very uh, ugly? Yes. <laughs> oh. oh, that is a that is a medium looking man, but yeah. ugly woman. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand getting away with that more if you're just so unattractive. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody thinks of you as a sexual being, no, <laughs> yeah, regardless no. yeah. of your assumed gender identity. Yeah, well, I mean, and also you're a fucking huge pain in the ass. Yeah. So you don't fucking care. You're not yeah. like, oh, I yeah. can't wait to... I know what sex you are, asshole! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, They're yeah. like, who's this woman? They're like, who's this asshole? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, oh, no. <laughs> this fucking, this short man. Oh, God. Uh, so, so this time she is arrested, and she is sentenced to death, and she... Um, Here we go again. Yep. So before she's supposed to be put to death, she's given mass, and they give her the uh, uh, um, the communion, the wafer. Right. And she puts it in her mouth, and then she spits it onto her hand. And this means uh, uh, that she is consecrated... The, the ho- this host. So the host is the wafer or the piece of bread or whatever yes. it was. Yeah. And she has ruined it by spitting it into her hand. Mm-hmm. And so the church says, no, we cannot have ruined wafer. We cannot have ruined bread. This is sacred bread. It must be scraped off her hand. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So they take her from Mass and they bring her to uh, uh, a very sacred part of the church mm-hmm. where they scrape it off her hand and... Uh, but now she can't be arrested anymore. She's in this very sacred part that, of the church. Th- these fucking loopholes, dude, are amazing. Yeah. Okay. What the fuck? So she spits it, and then you just ah, can't you be executed. Here. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. She's got a fucking limp biscuit on it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what, yeah. Take her off the noose. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes, from the Gospel of Ookie Cookie. 
work at all. So does she? Did, 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 she, she is anybody gonna eat this? <laughs> is that is that planned or is that? Well, she must know. She, well, she was in the fucking exactly. Convict. She knew the rules. Good God, they're not good rules, but she knew them. Yeah. So like, she'd spit it on her hand and just be like, check it out. Wash this hand. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so she's in the church for a month, and it's surrounded by the army, and then after a month, the army starts fucking off. Time time, time heals all wounds. Uh-huh. She knows all about it. And she goes to another place. Uh, she's framed for murder. Uh, she's released after it turns out she didn't do it. She goes to another place. She joins a battle against the Dutch. Uh, she's captured by the Dutch. They hold her for 26 days. They throw her overboard. She swims to safety. She survives. Did they paint her in the meantime? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that how she got painted? No, not that time. <laughs> Sit still. You know, you are one ugly <laughs> Yeah. I, can, I can't paint oh, this. Oh, overboard. <laughs> throw over. Throw over. Start it over. I, I don't want to keep I don't want to finish this painting. <laughs> Do over. <laughs> So now in it's now it's sixteen twenty. She's in Cusco and she's about thirty five years old, about you know, unless you go by the baptismal record, then she's about twenty seven or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm going by her her record. It's her I mean she, she wrote the story. She wrote the fucking story? Yes. Uh, what a fucking tale, man. And uh she's in Cusco in, in sixteen twenty. And there's this local gang leader named El Cid, and she's playing cards against him, or gambling, or whatever. Oh, no, no, But no. this is not the El Cid. No, no, uh, this is one of many of just, El Cid's, apparently. Yeah, see, everybody, nobody's fucking creative. They all have the Remember, same it's the Cid. Yeah. It's not like this. Is... Yeah. Uh, and uh, as she's playing, he's a local gang leader, so they're playing cards or whatever, and, and, and he keeps grabbing her, her, her coins. And she says, knock it off, and he keeps doing it. And then one time, the last time he does it, she takes the, her dagger and she stabs it through his hand, pinning yeah. his hand to the table. And now a fight breaks out. She gets wounded, and uh, a, a, a dagger is run through her shoulder, she says. A sword is plunged into uh, her side, hands with wound. So a big wound in her side. Mm-hmm. She's laying on the ground in a sea of her own blood, and El Cid comes up to give her the final blow. She fights him off and stabs him straight through the stomach and... And and he dies. She's brought to a doctor. She's given her last rites. She thinks she's about to die. Mm-hmm. And she calls for a local bishop. And the local bishop shows up and she confess, confesses her entire life to him. Holy fuck! She says, I'm a woman. Uh, this is what happened to me. All of these things. <laughs> and he's so impressed with her that he absolves her sins. <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they perform surgery on her. She gets better, and uh, you know she keeps moving around to another another place. For the, uh, for clean slate. Yep. And, and she is she assuming is she is she an outward is she a woman now? She is no, still not. A, so, still, so she, she goes back into. She goes, be, still goes back to being man a man. Mode. She's traveling around, and one of the the men from this town who, who's part of part of the uh, police he recognizes her. And um, uh, uh, and 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 he has some men. You know, they have a bounty on her, and they chase her down. And she says, "This is her story." She says they had her surrounded, and she was going to give up. And she recognizes their accents, 
and their Basque. Their, their Basque men from Spain. Mm. She was where she was was a Basque town, mm-hmm. and they say you're a Basque person. You can go. She are you? Are you, she's Basque? Though? Yes. I didn't. I didn't. Okay, I didn't is know she, that. She is yes. ethnically Basque. Yes. Oh yes. wow, that's a fucking trip. Yeah, they're uh, they're totally different than the rest of Spain. They're autonomous. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even down to like their genetic makeup. Yes, yes. They're not. Um, like Iberian, like the rest of right. the yes. peninsula is. Very, very interesting. That is fascinating. Wow. And so she keeps running, and she runs into another town. She's recognized by the sheriff. Uh, she fights the man off. Uh, and at this point, she's fighting off a whole gang of people. At one point, she says she has a three-barreled gun, which uh, sounds pretty amazing. Uh, but just like, it, there weren't that many. Every, some, every, people had rifles, but there weren't that many guns. So having right. a gun in a fight is a huge deal. You can hold off a lot of people just because they're so frightened by mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And she fights him off. She runs into a church again. And she meets a bishop. And she again confesses. And he says, prove it. Uh-oh. Trouble. So she is then, uh, there's a, a group of matrons. They inspect her. Uh-oh. They discover she's a woman. But they also discover that she's a virgin as well. And this... Well, they fucking did a finger dip stick test? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, through all of this fighting, like, no, her no, hymen hasn't ripped. broken through yeah. all of this... Right. All of this horse riding? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so the virgin thing is huge. Right. Because it's incredibly holy. It's 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 All of her sins are, uh, are immediately absolved because right. of this. Because, like, we know why she's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody fuck this ugly dude. <laughs> so stupid. And she she tells her story and she says, you know, I was supposed to become a nun, but I never took my vows. And this bishop, he writes to Spain and they write back from her convent in Spain and they say, yeah, she never took her vows. Her vows. Right. And so this makes the whole story true. Yes. So the bishop, uh, he, 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 he sees the truth in her story. And as this happens, her story spreads throughout throughout Spain. Yeah. And she travels back to Spain. And she's a celebrity. Everybody's trying to, f- to find the woman who's dressed like a man and trying right. to spot her. And uh, <clears throat> during this time, she petitions the crown for payment for her services. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because oh, that, that, I, that's, what, that's what we're calling that now. <laughs> yeah. All that mayhem and murder <laughs> and carousing. Hey, 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 say, hey, 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 Isabella, how about a little something for the effort? Yeah. yeah. But I can understand the celebrity. Oh, I mean, it's sure. it's that thing of infamy. Yeah, and like you know, it's like how like the Brits are like so fascinated with the Wild West America stuff, mm-hmm. or even America, like Billy the Kid. Yeah, you know, yeah. like all of these all of these gangsters would go John town Hillinger. to town. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, that's amazing. But also, yeah, she does. must have. A very unique social ability to gain favor with so many influential people. Right. Yeah. There's got to be. I mean, some some for for being such a pain in the ass and being such a maniac and so he, ugly. And, and, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, like really, like it's like you know nobody's like yeah. like kind of trying to assault her. It sounds like from her own account, um, it's like it must just be great con skills yeah she's a good worker she like she she takes when she's working for somebody she takes care of the shop she makes money for them right but when it's not even that when you're just in a shitload of trouble mm. and there's one influential person and right. you can have a conversation with them yes. and get That's out true. of it yeah. again and again it's like amazing social ability yeah how do you spell her last name uh e r a u s o hmm yeah 
Basque way more of sounds like more of a Basque. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And yeah. so, uh, actually, the, so the king pays her for her service. Of course. Uh, and, you know, as a celebrity, she goes, she's traveling around Europe. She even, she travels to Barcelona. She travels down to Rome, where she is granted, uh, according to her account, she's granted audience with the Pope. Good God! <laughs> and uh, it's Pope Urban VIII. Uh-huh. And um, because he, according to her, she, the Pope says, because you're a woman and a virgin, you have, you now have my permission to dress in men's clothing. Oh you my. cannot be murdered. Holy shit! And and she says she did it. Some people didn't believe her, but in in the record at the Vatican, her uh, her account of merit and service, her story and and her bill for for her her soldiering, is in the Vatican. No shit. Oh my god. And uh, this is Pope Urban VIII. This is the same guy who, in 1633, this would be eight years later, he would make Galileo recant his... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything. He was down with the streets. Yeah. <laughs> all all so that heresy. <laughs> wow. She made it to the big church. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point, the, the, she's hanging out with these cardinals, and the cardinal says... Uh, playing cards. <laughs> he cards. says... Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> The cardinal says to her, he says, your only fault is that you are a Spaniard. And she says, with all due respect, that is my only virtue. Ah. And so there's, you know, is she a Spaniard? Is she Basque? Is she, well, is she a man? Is she a woman? She's, whatever it takes to get out. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good call. And then uh, the the last uh, her her book ends and in, in uh, around this time she she uh, writes her autobiography or tells someone her autobiography. It is printed. It is for, it is forgotten for a, over a hundred, uh, maybe almost two hundred years. Discovered wow. by someone and it, then it, it is reprinted and and her story becomes big again. Uh, but her story ends in her autobiography in sixteen twenty six. She's insulted by two prostitutes who address her as a woman, uh, and she writes. Uh, uh, or she, she 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 threatens to slap them, and that's oh. how her book ends. That's how her autobiography ends. Why? Because they killed her? No, 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 no. They uh, they uh, called her a woman, uh, and she threatened them with. Don't violence. make me slap you, hoes. <laughs> yeah. You can't leave. <laughs> get, the, get in the car. Cut you into a thousand pieces. <laughs> <laughs> in 1630, she is painted. She's about 45 years old now. She, that's where her portrait from this uh, Dutch Juan de, uh, Juan uh, van der Hamen is is painted. She moves back to uh, what is now Mexico, where she's the bodyguard to a woman. She falls in love with this woman, and she has to be convinced not to duel the woman's husband. And she leaves, ends up in New Spain or Mexico, yeah, uh, in Veracruz, and she becomes a mule driver. Calls herself Antonio. Hmm. And by all accounts, in 1650, the locals said she died carrying a shipment of asses onto a boat. Wow. Or in a shipwreck, or some say she was taken by the devil. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Her remains now still lie in the church of the Royal Hospital of Our oh, Lady. No kidding. <laughs> of the of the Immaculate Conception of the Juaninos Brothers. It's now as popularly known as the Church of San Juan de Dios in Arizaba, Veracruz, Mexico. In 1829, in Paris, her biography, The Nun Lieutenant, was published. Wow. Wow. That is fucking insane, Matt. That is... Why... This is one of those where, truly, I'm like, why have we not heard about this before? I know. Right. Yeah. That's completely insane. That is, uh, you know... Catch me if you can level shit. 
it blows it out of the water. In a matter of fact, it yeah, it, no film adaptations of this or this yeah. is crazy. Yeah, it's just amazing that um, life hack y- identifies a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get away with a lot of shit. But like you know the the whole story is not terribly flattering for you to commit to paper to be the main mm-hmm. yeah reference for everybody all... from here on out right and that's it really came from her yeah and it's not a very glorious story right maybe maybe, maybe it was to her but uh... well it was just like i i think it was just like i got away with all this shit but i think there's something that's really like good about being like I'm going to give it to you warts and all. Yeah. Because there's a lot of fucking warts. I'm very ugly. Yeah, I'm mainly made of warts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They call me warts horse. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's, uh, it, it's, that's, um, that's just one of those things where there's sometimes there's a story so bad, like the Carl Panzram story where yeah. it's just like, I'm just going to tell you absolutely everything and hopefully it'll be kind of used for like the better. Yeah. Because this is, uh. This is kind of an insane life. Kind of. You know? It's pretty, pretty shocking. That, I'm still kind of like processing. <laughs> Don't forget she killed her brother. There's <laughs> yeah. so many fucking yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just, that's just fucking bananas. Half, like, on another, for all intents and purposes, she's on another planet. Yeah. And yeah. runs into her brother, mm-hmm. kills him in the dark. Right. Yeah. Probably steals his shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shoes. I thought this man had shoes. <laughs> I think he took that guy's wallet. <laughs> I think he took that guy's wallet. <laughs> Frank, don't take my shoes. I'm your sister. Take the shoes. Leave I... the ointment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We're... we're... Coming into the merch store, we're getting titty shrieking cream. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 big time. You can fuck, you can put it on your boner, <laughs> whatever you want. Try it out. Try it out. <laughs> Catalina Irausau's magic titty vanishing cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Down out, sell your titties. <laughs> Take it down a notch. A little dabble do yous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, does she does she ever talk about in the story, like, what her, like, when she goes, like, because every time you're like, she goes to a new town, I'm like, uh-oh. No, you know, it, 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 does she ever talk about, like, what her motivation is? Like, um, I'm going to try to fucking go straight or anything. It sounds like it's only when she's, like, tired. Yes. That she's like, I'm going to fuck around with these asses. Only once in her book does she mention why she really, like, one time, I mean, other times it was, you know, just like, I, I was sent here, or I was right. part of a group, or here's some money. But one of them is just um, when she became a, a a bodyguard for that woman. Yeah. Uh, w- w- when she had to run away and, and then duel the husband and she almost died is because she couldn't find any work. She talks about motive. Yeah, and that is right. one of the few times when when she never she's never she never says has any emotions about going into the convent, leaving the convent, yeah. leaving her family. Do you think that's writing style of the time too? It's well, it's incredibly dry. It's yeah. every it's seventy pages. It's probably like maybe it's like sixty pages. It, it's it's a it's a it's an elementary school reading level. Right, yeah. Maybe the ointment spread to her brain. Well. 
the book's really that short. The book is that really that short. Yeah, I did this, then I did that. Yeah, then exactly. I, the then I was here. Am I done? <laughs> a man, a man didn't like me. I stabbed him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. yeah like you said, you know, probably, you know, third grade. And 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 I think she's she says only one of her, her the, the the death of her brother is the only time she get, has any emotion where she says she felt sad, and that's just one sentence. Yeah, and every other thing that happened is also like. Oh, it's not my fault. This guy provoked me, so I stabbed him. Right. Yeah. Except for, like, killing the Indians is the only thing that is, like... Yeah. She takes credit for, really. Like, well, uh, here's the impetus. The, that's the service she's talking yeah. about. You yeah. know, I got her off the hook. Yeah. With or... kings and popes. Completely insane. Hey, uh, Padre, I have a little something for the good work I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gratis. <laughs> yeah. Remember I was... Slaughtering I those. I was murdering all those subhuman animals. <laughs> <laughs> Unarmed, barely clothed, totally innocent. Matt, that's cattle. Hell of a profile. Yeah, Matt. that's a that's a. Uh, There's really nothing to add to it. it, it, it I, well, it's just so rife with insanity that yeah. it really gives stands a lot. on its own. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> Then I went here to kill. <laughs> and I chopped the baby into yeah. a million little pieces. <laughs> the end. I still love that kid, that little 12-year-old. Oh, yeah. Like Shooting that's... a guy in the eye. Yeah. Can you imagine the glee? Yeah. Of you like, this is like the boogeyman yeah. master. Yeah. I shot him in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> I got killed afterwards. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but I mean... Uh, he took his helmet off. And I was <laughs> like, uh, "Oh, Mama, we said wear your helmet. <laughs> you put your eye out." <laughs> it, was probably more, it was probably more like, "My mother always said, wear your helmet." Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. So stupid. <laughs> 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 They're South American yeah, natives. I know, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just that, let me have that. Yeah. No, right. yeah, Aaron. I'm talking to the audience. You can ride. <laughs> you can ride that one into the sunset, dude. Yeah. You can ride that ass into the sunset, dude. <laughs> like I sit on the back of a horse. I would bet she died boring. You know, like they said, they're speculating about how she died. I would say because a lot of those, a lot of those yeah. guys, yeah. they retire. Things like <laughs> yeah. you can be a retired maniac. Yeah. And hang, that w- and hang it up. And that would happen. Hang up your spurs and your ointment. Yeah, you and like stab into like, you know, the Wild West guys like some of them be like, I have a restaurant now. And you're like, I don't want to go there because <laughs> yeah. you're a psycho. Yeah. And your name's on the door. Yeah. But people would be like, Oh, it's this. You know, he used to be a maniac. It's yeah. like if OJ opened up, <laughs> which he might. Well, yeah. Well, that's what Robert Ford did. He opened up a he opened up a saloon. Yeah. And then that's where he got murdered. Cowards. Oh, yeah, well, they knew where to find him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on down to cowards. <laughs> Come on down to Robert Ford's. I shot Jesse James. Let's get him. <laughs> Here's the bullet I used. Yeah. That's really good stuff, man. That was really great, man. That was really great shit. You have this book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a quick read, huh? It's yeah. I got it. The, the Silver Lake Library has like ten copies. No shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would like to read that book. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. Be fast. Let me, uh, murder. Really, yeah. Move. Church. Murder. <laughs> yes, move. Repeat. <laughs> Went. Girl. Chick. And, head. And, and <laughs> I, I want uh, as, <laughs> as for like the pronoun use, I just used she sure. through when we did this uh, because like that was the easiest way to describe the difference between her and the people she was meeting. Sure, sure. But sure. it was like in the book. 
she uh, goes by I. She doesn't really uh, give away. Yeah. She doesn't really say he he called me this or like you know right. or, or or she doesn't really define her gender throughout yes. her life. And I think it's because it was. I don't. I don't know if it was something that she cared to be conscious of, right? You know, other right. than the fact that it's like, yes, I'm a woman, but but uh, I have to lie about these things, yeah, in order to not be killed for it. Yeah, I'm on the road. But also, it's like yeah. I've already held my own as a man. No one's questioning me. Why should I question me? Right. You yeah, know? and also, I mean, like I, you know, I survived a bunch of things. Other. "Quote unquote," yeah. men did not. <laughs> yeah, and you know what I mean. I was doing men's work that was like you know fucking. Yeah. I was the I was the last man standing. Yeah. So it was... plus, I'm very ugly. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. It's got to count for something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and there probably wasn't even like the, you know, the the language to um to define what was going on with her. Right. Right. It, it just wasn't even. Um, in, sure, sure. In the discussion, but um, but it seems like whatever, like kind of like crime or heresy, like you were saying, there was about it at the time, was completely absolved by her being a a, 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 a maniac colonialist. Yeah, you know, and a virgin, and and the virgin thing, that right. being a thing. Like, what I want to know, how they inspected. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it, it seems like one of those things where, like, they in a nosy way. Yeah, but really, yeah, like a too well. What yeah. if, what if, like they're 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 uh, they're try like they they put a finger in her to measure, and she's just like ow, ow, ow. You know, like they uh, they don't just right. who, who knows. I don't think they said the hymen has to be intact. I think right. that was just one measure. Yeah, right. You know, um, yeah. but but <laughs> but her gender was a source of fascin- fascination when the book was released. Uh-huh. The title for the book is Lieutenant Nun. Yes. Uh-huh. And the subtitle is Memoir of a Basque Transvestite in the New World. Wow. Yes. That was the title at the re- of release in eighteen in the in the eighteen hundred. And she never talks too much about the Basque angle. No. She it, considers no. herself a Spaniard the whole time. She only talks about how it helped her get out of things. Huh. How her brother recognized her because of Basque, but also where you know the That's town she was so from. But also these men were going to arrest her, but she said we're Basque and yeah. yeah, and that. But you know, then at the end of the book, you know, the the the, the cardinal says the only problem is that you're a Spaniard, and she said no, that's my only virtue, which right. is a good line, but it also maybe it doesn't. She's not embracing the Basque enough. I don't, right. you know, but it's just one line, fucking line. So yeah, yeah, and it also might be a very political answer. Yeah, yes, you know, um, yeah. Well, she talks about she met a, an Italian man who uh, that she I didn't mention. I forgot she mentioned on her way down to Rome. She bumps into an Italian man who doesn't like who hates Spaniards. Mm-hmm. So they duel and she kills him. You know, just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a woman, but I'm a man, and I'm Basque, but I'm also Spanish. Yeah, and I will kill you. You get too close. Yeah. God damn it. Like, I mean, just... But again, she wrote the story. Right. All of No, of course. The timeline matches up with all of the things that were happening. So it's like the, the, the all of these out. things oh, match yeah. up. And... I don't think that's a person with any reason to lie about a single thing. Right. right. Especially Other than you... being a man and <laughs> Spanish. No, but after 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 the yes, fact, yes, yes. After the fact, you have no because yeah. you, you got away with it all. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. And so you're a celebrity. Yeah. So nothing is going to be held against you. Yes, she's truthful Ever. in what she lied about. Yeah. yeah, and and just being so honest about all of her life got her out of all the trouble she had caused. Yeah, that's yeah. So she goes to church and she says, "Yeah, I killed these folks, but I'm a woman." And they go, "Oh, well, you make a good point." Yeah, it's really amazing Thanks that you, the truth. <laughs> yeah, that you exactly. wouldn't lean more into. 
I mean, I, I guess it was when she was dying, when she thought she was dead. Right. That it was the only time where she was just like, was like, I'm going to totally embrace the truth. Yeah. You know? But before that, you would think it, it would be a person that starts with one lie, and then they just keep building, right. building, 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 and becoming something else. But then once you see, like, oh, the truth has traction, you'd be right. like, oh, I'll try it out. And, and the insanity, like, I mean, there's so much, but when she meets Pope Urban, and he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, you totally broke all of our rules and stuff. But what a story. Don't huh? worry about it, kid. You yeah. know, it's just like like how like lame yeah. all of those rules really are. Yes. Right. Yeah. And you just toss it away because you like the person. Yeah. Wow. Who you know? <laughs> that's really... That's... Yeah, well, who, who do you know? The guy with the cut on his face and your brother. That's <laughs> the only people there are. And Carl Urban. And the Pope. <laughs> All right, I think we got to call it there. Yeah, that was great. That was a great yeah. episode, Matt. Yeah, pure hysteria, which guys. is uh, what we love. Love hysteria. I love a maniac. I love it. Yeah, I really like this person. Um, everybody <laughs> listening, sorry we weren't here last week. Uh, we just kind of got bowled over with all the Patreon stuff, um, but. Uh, we're going to be uh, a little bit better about jumping on top of it. We're uh, back and better than ever. Yes. And now we got, like, basically fucking two shows we're doing. Yeah. You know? One for the hardcore piss enthusiasts. Oof. Not all. And then, you know, one for the great unwashed. You know, your, your regular old profile <laughs> files. Yeah. Yeah. Profile files. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you enjoy uh, this shit about the specific people and stuff, but sometimes we do uh, non-specific stuff yeah. on the connect uh, on, on the little, Patreon. Little the broader, the a little broader. A little broader. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, we are more loose. We are going to be doing some some more specific stuff and some way broader stuff yeah. on the Patreon because it's a whole it's a whole try it out fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you mm-hmm. like listening to us try it out, mm-hmm. yes. being hardcore guys, yeah, <laughs> bringing a friend over, yeah, uh huh. Sometimes we're going to bring a friend. <laughs> friend can come in too, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, give it. Give the Patreon. You know, be a mope. Be a piss. Don't be a mope. <laughs> Don't be a mope. Be, be a try. Be a try tryout. Out. Be a tryout. But you can be a uh, piss P- enthusiast. Piss you can coming. be a total freak at the teak. You yeah, do, you can try it out. We I'll recommend try. those. But you will get access to us, uh, kind of just stretching our legs a little bit, mm-hmm. having a kind of more salon style um, chat. Yes, it um, does get very very wacky. Sometimes it gets pretty wacky and yeah. over the top. Yeah, we uh, do. We'll, which we'll, I like. We'll drink a little beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'll try it out. Uh, some piss. Um, I think we're going to call it there. Uh, happy birthday, Jesse, once again. Yes, Ooh. happy birthday. Uh, we will see you next time. I love you. I'm John Fahey. I'm Aaron Pita. I'm Abrissot.